This is Ahmad Garland, and welcome to the Balcony Tapes. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Balcony Tapes. I'm your host, Ahmad Garland, and I'm so happy to have you back here. So real quick, just make sure that you're going on Instagram at the balcony tapes, subscribe. Also the link trees in there to get to all the podcast needs. You know, we're playing on Spotify, Amazon, we're on Google, pretty much wherever you listen to podcasts, we're there. We got it. Uh, again, please uh, like subscribe, follow, uh, leave comments, anything, any feedback is great. And I really do appreciate that. Um, just again, thank you so much for listening to me run my mouth. Hopefully it's been helpful. And uh, let me know. I appreciate y'all. All right, let's look into today's episode. So today's episode is called, For the Love of God, Say Something. All right, what are we talking about? So communication in any relationship is mission critical. No one is a mind reader, and no one knows what you really are thinking and feeling. So please speak, express, and grow together. It's a relationship episode. So what I've realized uh, as I've gone through life and, and as I've evolved and I've grown either in uh, interpersonal romantic relationships or what I've done and grown in my uh, interpersonal platonic friendships, either that be with men or women, I realized that if I'm not communicating about how I feel, if I'm not communicating about what's going on in my life, if I'm not communicating about uh, how I want to be treated or communicated with or talk to or listen to or what I like and I don't like, then how in the world am I supposed to expect that person to figure that out? Like no one's a mind reader. I live by a, a phrase to say the least. And it goes, closed mouths don't get fed and emotional needs don't get met. So you got to speak up. You got to talk. You got to let me know, Hey, when you do this, I don't like that. And it makes me feel like this. And this is why uh, it also makes me, feel weird when you make certain comments or remarks. These are super critical in all relationships because it allows you to grow together and be together. Also what it avoids is the animosity and the, the, the anger and, 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 and the, and the frustration for expectations not being met and needs not being met because you're not communicating. Make sense. I think so. So let's give, let's give some examples. So, uh, one of the things that I really had to work on in my life when it came to uh, my friends, platonic friends, is that I wasn't always cool with their ability to to to, to be really mean sometimes. So yeah, we all chop it up and we all know, know have a good time. There's no one that I have in my life right now. My other friends were all assholes and we talk shit all the time. But I'm talking about the the other ones when I'm first starting to meet people. They can be like very snippy or or really like you know just like fucking dickheadish for no reason. And I don't really know them that well yet. And there's these you no know, groups that I would you know, be introduced to through mutual friends. And I just like never liked that type of communication. Cause one, I didn't fucking know you. So if I don't know you, that doesn't make me feel ultra comfortable with you. And then on top of that, it's like, I don't know you. <laughs> See how that's really important. But the thing is, I I never spoke up. I never said anything to anyone about it. I never uh, 
said, hey, guys, like, why are we talking like this? Or, hey, I'm not very comfortable with this conversation. I don't want to be like a little bitch, right? Because that's what we're told. It's like, oh, if you're a guy and you don't feel comfortable in a certain space, you're just a little bitch. Get over it, right? And that can be true, right, to a very, very small, small degree. But the reality is that you should be able to speak up and you're not a bitch. And that's that type of behavior and that type of uh, ideas and understanding that are like really just not helpful. And they're definitely not good for you as a human being. So if you're a, a guy out there specifically, and because I think women are really good at this, is that if something's bothering you in your, in your friend group, fucking speak up and say something. And if someone's like, oh, you're being a little bitch. And you're like, okay, cool. But seriously. And after you say that, that classic, like, yo, but seriously, and they're not respecting that, then maybe you should probably change up your friend group. And that's important. And, and it's super mission critical because there's so many things like your friend group is such a pivotal role in your life. And I know that like when I was really stressed out and, and at work or in my relationship, I would talk to the boys and the boys would be able to give me, you know, different perspectives and points of view. And they were able to uh, help me understand things in a different light that I didn't understand before. And if they were just being abusive towards me and freaking making me feel dumb or little and small, right. I'm laughing off, ha ha ha, drink a beer, but that's an emotional wear and tear on your body. So if you're already coming to these guys with, you know, vulnerability, then the people in that group need to one, you need to trust them enough and they need to be emotionally aware enough to be like, okay, Hey, hold on real quick. You know, these guys aren't okay. My boy's not okay. How can we help him through this? Because it's not always about, uh, just, you know, getting drunk and partying and, you know, and, and, and going clubbing or whatever, you know, you got to be able to talk to your, to your homies and you got to be able to communicate with them. And that's like what I didn't have initially, but now I do. And I'm very thankful for the men that are in my life you know that I can really call brothers because they're able to call me on my bullshit. They're able to tell me that, that I'm actually valid in that. And they're, they're also able to help me see things differently without judging me. And that's a powerful thing. You got to have people in your life and talk to a lot of the guys out there that, that are able to do that. And if you start to take a step back and look from the 8,000 point of view and you see like, wow, like I can't really communicate with these guys. Or if it's not about, you know, talking about girls or talking about you no know, drinks or talking about what John did last night, then there's nothing there. There's no substance and that's dangerous. And it's so mission critical. And I, and I know I said that earlier, but it's, it really is. It's like, if you don't have that men group, that you can just be vulnerable with, then you're really alone. And that's when dumb stuff starts to happen. And I'm not saying just suicide, but I'm talking about you start having, you know, super negative behaviors, you start really having uh, uh, extreme behaviors because you're trying to balance everything off. Or maybe you start operating differently in, in your life and in your world where like, okay, that was fucking dumb. Why did I do that? Well, you probably weren't balancing it off. It's important. And for the ladies out there that are listening, uh, it, that's why you had your girlfriends. You gotta have them. But I think this is also something that's really important. And there's something I can only talk from an observation standpoint because I've never been really a part of it because I'm not a woman. But what I have seen is that when you guys have certain girlfriends in your group, there are certain girls in there that will set you up for failure. I've seen it. And it's like, that's crazy that like there's some girls out of jealousy or out of maliciousness or out of whatever it is. And they just want to set you up for failure. You know, cut those ladies out of your life. Cause I've seen so many women go down or, or, or not have the best outcomes with their problem because of their, because of their, their friend group. Like it's just dangerous. It's just fucking dangerous. And you gotta be so careful with that. So, you know, 
really just be careful out there guys. Just be really careful and just know who you want to be with and who you're building. And then like last episode, we talked about, uh, life's coming from you. So like, look, if you have people in your life right now that are like, you know, less than optimal, look at yourself. All right. How are you, did you attract those type of people or were you less optimal back then? And now that you're growing and you've developed and you've done the work and you've shown the receipts, now you're outgrowing that person. Cause if that's the case, then, then that's okay too. Like everyone's so afraid to, and this is off topic, but everyone's so afraid to like cut people out their lives. Cutting someone out of your life doesn't always have to be like a dramatic negative thing. It can just be like, Hey, I'm am going in this trajectory. I think Letty talked about this last season uh, with, I think with missing with their bullshit uh, about like, you're climbing this mountain, right? You're climbing this mountain, you're climbing this mountain, you're climbing this mountain. And sometimes people get to their peak and you're not at your peak for, for you. That's just a plateau. So you need to keep climbing and it's okay to let people just like, Hey, we're no longer climbing together. Like you're on your own. I'm glad that you hit your peak. I'm glad that this is where you're comfortable at. I'm freaking so happy for you, but I'm not comfortable here and I need to keep moving and you keep pushing. And sometimes you leave people behind and I don't like the word to leave people behind. You don't leave them behind. Like, Oh, you're, I'm better than you. But it's like, no, I'm, I can't stay where you're at because this, where you're at isn't for me. And hopefully they can understand that. And also if it happens to you, cause I've had that happen to me. I've had a friend, I hit a peak and they were still ready to climb and it sucked. And I was like, damn, dude, like, am I a loser or whatever? Or are you a punk or, or whatever the hell, you know, all that negative self-talk you give yourself. And it's like, no, they were just in a different place than you. And they needed to keep going. And you just weren't going down that direction. And then that wasn't for you. And that's okay too. And so I want you to understand that like, it's okay for friends to be cut out of your life. It's okay for you to outgrow people. And it's okay for you to admit that to yourself and say like, Hey, I really care about you. You've been really amazing. You've been really awesome, but it's time for me to go. And that's all right. Like that's totally okay. All right. So I want you guys just to understand that, but getting back on topic. <laughs> and if you're a new listener, I, I do that sometimes I'll, I'll have a main point and then I'll think of something while I'm communicating with you guys. And then I'll go chase that down really fast because I think it's value add, but never, never too far off topic. Usually if my co-host is here, I'll be able to like, she'll like, Hey, Hey, tapping the table. You guys can't see it. And I'll be like, Oh yeah, shit. Let me look at my notes. But, uh, I don't, I don't have her in today. She'll be in, in, uh, in a couple episodes. You'll, a lady will be back. All right. So back to what I was saying. So in friendships, communicate and let them be able to know what you're feeling and how they can better be a friend to you. And if they can't be a better friend to you, then just maybe you need to look for better friends. Now, let's talk about the same topic in your romantic relationships. I'm going to use my shit as an example so you guys can have some context. Uh, and remember, this is from my point of view and how my stuff usually works out. Um, and maybe the same for you, maybe different for you. And if it is different for you, please like leave a comment and explain or share like a quip. If you're comfortable, like, Hey, this is what I feel about this. Cause it'll be cool to listen to it and to be like, read it. And like, Oh, this is really cool. And also not even that, but it'll be education to me. Cause I like to learn different things every day and see how other people handle relationships. So one of the things for me was that I didn't know how to communicate in my relationships. I didn't know how to communicate correctly. So I was hurt. And what do I mean by that? I learned from my internal lies of watching romantic relationships growing up that the only way to communicate is through passive aggressive manipulation. And that's not healthy nor is it really helpful or with over communication. So where that you're just talking so much and drowning so much out that 
the person just doesn't hear you at all. So you might as well not be saying anything. I had to learn as I was going through my relationships that I have to figure out how my partner receives information. Once I'm able to understand how they receive information, then I'm able to tailor my, what I need, my needs in that way so that they can be met. So what's a good example? Uh, one person that I was with, uh, they receive information by logical to the point communication. So it's very, very substantiated, very quick, very to the point, very pop, 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 pop. They don't want the fluff. They don't want the emotions. They don't want the feeling. So, okay. So once I learned that, I was able to, one, take a step back and formulate what I wanted to say, have a data point there, and then be able to deliver it. When I started doing that, then they were able to receive it, ask follow-on questions, and then we're able to move forward. And that was amazing. And that was really great because beforehand I was just like, well, I just feel like this and I feel like that and blah, 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 blah. And they were just getting drowned out because that's not how they receive information. And that's really important, guys. you got to learn how your other partner receives information as much as you communicate information. Uh, another example that I have is that one partner loves all the emotion. They love all the emotion, how you're feeling, and the, the, not drama, that sounds negative, but they wanted all of it, right? And that was cool with me because I was ready to, to share. The problem was is that you share so much of it, you lose the main point in it, and then it just becomes like, an emotional support fest, which is fine, but then needs to don't get met. So then I had to be able to give the emotions, but also stay on topic and on task. Say, Hey, this is what I need. And what other things have you guys faced? How, what type of communication styles have you tried or what type of receptors, not receptors, how, how did your partner receive information and how did you have to change up? No, leave it in the comments. I want to know I can learn something different. But I say all that to say this is that learning how to navigate that when I figured that out about having to navigate what I needed in a relationship and what was important to me and what mattered to me when I realized about all of that, then I was able to better well, one feel more safe in my relationship. And then I was also better able to figure out what they need and learn more about them. And I'll tell you this, learning how to communicate differently with different people in your relationship is actually really, really helpful for you because it helps you organize the information in your head, helps you organize the understanding, helps you organize uh, just all of you. <laughs> like I was able to really sit down with myself to the person who needed data points and like be able to really understand like why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. Because I couldn't just dump. And I, with the other person who wanted me to just dump all the emotion, I realized that like, even for me is that I would use all that to, to mask what was really wrong. And I just wanted to be, you know, supported, but then nothing got done in the first place. And then I was like, crap, I don't talk for an hour and a half, but like we accomplished nothing. So it's important to learn from all your different past relationships to how people communicated and how it worked and didn't work. And then it's also super important for you to be able to uh, to figure out your partner that you have now and how they communicate. Now, it is also true that some communication styles don't work for you. Like for me, I don't like being yelled at. I don't like being, uh, uh, what's the word, snapped at. 
Like, I don't like, no, if you're angry with me, I don't like when someone like says something nasty to me because they're mad. I, I don't like that. That's a very big trigger for me. And it's a huge boundary for me. And I'm not, a, 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 do not, I do not fuck around with that. Right. What are your boundaries? What are some communicative styles that are not okay? And they're non-negotiable. And now you may be wondering like, okay, then if they're non-negotiable, what do I do? Then you freaking, oh, I'm, I'm be honest with you. If you have tried to work it out with that person, but that communicative style has not changed because it's a part of who they are, then you might have to rethink that relationship. And I know no one likes just breaking up with someone or leaving someone over like something small, but that's not small. Communication is how you get everything, right? It's, it's the like pillar of any relationship. So you have to be able to, well, have all that time. Yeah, well, I know you put a lot of time in it, but just because you put time in it doesn't mean that it's meant forever. Uh, there's like this uh, old Buddhist saying, and I'm going to jack it up, but essentially uh, they were drawing a, this beautiful sand design, right? This beautiful sand design took them hours and hours and hours upon days and days and days. And at the very end of it, when they finally finished it, they brushed it all away. And I was like, Oh my God, like, what did you do? How could you do that? Like, that's insane. Like you put all that work, you should have encapsulated it and like made it amazing, like framed it forever. And I think the, the, the Buddhist replies and it's like, well, cause well, things in life are not meant forever. And the work that I've done doesn't get shortened just because it's now gone. And that's me paraphrasing. But what I'm saying is that like the lesson to be learned is that just because you put a lot of effort and work and sculpting and building something is not for nothing. If at the end, when it's all said and done that you can't keep that thing in your life forever and that's okay. And I think we're just really taught and learning like, well, if you put all this work in it, then you know, you got to fight for it. And it's like, it's not always the case. You can do all this work and all this effort and do all this growth and do all this time. And then then the day, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. And that's a okay. And you didn't waste your time and you're not a failure. It just, just is what it is. So with that being said, let's, uh, let's wrap this up with some main points and some main takeaways. It is so easy to get lost in the joy and peace and happiness of the relationship, whether it be personal, platonic or personal romantic that you forget about what really helps you tick and what makes you feel good. And I challenge everyone out there to take a moment, take a step back and be like, yo, what are the type of needs that I need met when I'm in these types of relationships? And have I expressed them? Because if you're feeling frustrated and upset and, and mad at a person, you don't exactly know why it's because you have expectations and your expectations are not getting met. However, though, as we said in the beginning, closed mouths don't get fed and emotional needs don't get met if you don't freaking say anything. So you got to say something. Hey, have I ever told you about my emotional blah, blah, blah? No, you never brought that up. Oh, shit. Okay. And let me talk to you about it. And now they're aware. Now, once they're aware, then different conversation. But until then, you got to give them a chance. You got to have them have an ability to change and grow and develop. And then you have to take a step back and be like, okay, I can't hold you accountable for something I didn't tell you about. Sound good? Remember, communicate, communicate, communicate. And it's okay to let people go. See you guys next week. Cheers.